Yo, yo, what's up, Fowler Leader, man? We are here to talk about some good basketball in high school. We have a lot of things to cover, uh, particularly the commitment of Johnny Juzang, uh, the commitment of Lester Quinones, and these were two predictable commitments here. Two, one guy's a five-star, one guy's a three-star sharpshooter. So we're going to get right to it. Let's talk about Kentucky's class right now. Kentucky? Looking nice, man. Looking sharp. Looking sharp. Um, I think it's athletically it got me, you know, on the next level. Cause Johnny Juzang is six six, six seven. Uh, can really he's a he's an underrated ball handler. Underrated. Uh, if you go to NBADraftRoom.com, you'll see the interview I have with him for NBA Draft Room. He's one of our uh prospects. He he could really raise up being on Kentucky. He could really raise up to a uh, um in the twenty twenty class. He could be in the first round. He has that type of potential. Whether he starts or not, I'm talking about a guy that can, you know, can play a three, can play a two. And we're talking about a guy that can, you know, can light it up and he can pass. He's an underrated passer. I mean, when I first saw him a couple years ago, two years ago, he was he was young. Um, you know, it was right around the time Ben Simmons really was 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 out and doing his thing, and he was um he was being profiled. You know, I'm talking about like Ben Simmons was a guy about to come out and how he, you know, in the summer league, how he was passing the ball. So I looked and I started looking at Johnny Juzang. I said, oh, this guy can pass. He got some, you know, out of Harvard Westlake. Anybody ever saw him out there? I mean, Studio City, shout out to Studio City, California. Number 32 in this class. Um, we will get more programming. I'm going to get more into Johnny Juzang. Johnny Juzang is a guy that, um, is really rated number 30 on 247. Let's break down 247, you know, composite and 247. Now, composite is like the um more the all around, you know, from everywhere type of how he's rated in, in, in other places and how other experts outside 247 it all collaborates, composite. But 247 sports is just, you know, 247 rating, you know, it was like more of the 247 writers. So you know, in the composite, that's why it stands as the 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 more looked at one because the composite is the number one list. It's the number one list. So because it's 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 more than just two four seven. You know, it's 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 a collaboration of everywhere. You know, the overall. So he's number nine small forward, and number three out of California. So they have their wing, and he's a taller. He like takes the place of Tyler Hero. He's a taller guy. So we got um, Keon Brooks, another you know, six seven, two hundred. I mean, he's 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 a small. He's a number six small forward. So you got two wings, two different wings. Real Keon can guard and play the four and three and the four. Number two in Indiana, number twenty three in the whole country. Keon Brooks. Then you got Khalil Whitney, 6'6", 190. Another small four. Number two small four out of this class. Number 12 in the country. Number two in New Jersey. Khalil Whitney. Another, I mean, these, this jump three right there. We're talking about small four. Don't forget Dante Allen. Another small forward. Number 25th in the country. And he's underrated. Like, he was, you know what I mean, before. Like, the, Dante Allen was, was killing them. When he committed to Kentucky, all of a sudden, Dante Allen was, like, giving them hell. Number three prospect in Kentucky. All that state, but really, I think he's the number one guy. I mean, this guy was killing this year. So they got three different guys that can use the wing. John Juzan could play two, and I wouldn't be surprised if Khalil Whitney could play the two also. 
You're one of those guys. Nate Sustain is a guy that got 6'9", 245. I guess looking at Reed Travis again, you know, they, they missed that inside post presence that has the experience. So he's immediately eligible. He was averaging like 16 to 8. And he gives you a guy that can also hit 30, 38% from the three-point line. So Sustainer gives them a, a stretch five. So that, that's big in itself. Now, Tyrese Maxey is the most highest rated impact guy. I mean, Tyrese Maxey has been great from the start. Two years ago, I started seeing him, and, I mean, this guy could get down. You know, Villanova was recruiting me at one time. It seems like I look at Nova and, you know, I say – that sometimes they get to guys and then they they see too much attention going, they'll break away because they don't want to get in that that long battle and they could be focused on another guy. So I think right now, if you're looking at anybody, it's Jabri Abdurrahim. If you want to talk about Villanova, um, looking at some guys that could possibly be Lance Ware's a guy you could look at that's always been under the radar. Um, If we're looking at one guy that could possibly um, get picked around in, in that essence, um, Earl Timberlake is a guy to look at. And so is Shea Evans. And I wouldn't be surprised if Villanova made a last second run at like a Brandon Boston. Point guards all over the field. This is guard you. Noah Franklin could be looked at. Curbelo, Davis, Greer the third, Beard, Beard is still big. No question. Okay, don't don't be surprised now. It's a it's it's a it's a toss-up game. Noah Collier, Kalib Dorsey. I mean, we'll get more into those, but let me stay back at Kentucky. Kentucky is now the number one ranked class in the nation. Super big. It's gonna be something with Ashley Higgins back. I'm really interested to see how they rock with this. Um, if you go back to 2018. And you look at the guys that was on that class. EJ Montgomery comes back. And then Quigley. That's insane. Montgomery was the number nine rated player last year. Number nine. Number one in Georgia. Number two ranked powerful. I see him doing big things next year. Big things. Hagens was number 12. Just like, you know, Whitney was. I think Maxie and Hagens, it's, it's not even. A question. I just don't think it's a question that they start. Would I be surprised? Yeah, I'd be surprised. I think Quickly is the backup point guard right now. I think Quickly gets more time, and the Baker's gone. It's it, it like it, it. It turned into that type of. It's going to be something to see this that class. Now Kentucky or Duke or more, but see Kentucky still got Jay McDaniel's, and he's going to commit. Listen, it was a mo. It, it, it was a fifty fifty. Everybody like all oh, the momentum. When you look at two four seven. No, that's just some guys putting in their bids, but really. You can't look at those percentages like that. It was a 50-50 thing at any time. They was trying to push for him, but he loved Kentucky all the time. Like when people talk about Brian Antoine, I say, yo, that's crazy. And down the moment, the shifter, the one that shifted was Lewis because, you know, eventually Nova went somewhere else. But this is what it means right here for Jaden McDaniel. He'll beat Kentucky. Kentucky had that big guy. You still got Nick Richards there. It's crazy how, how deep that team going to be. But what gives them the bigger recruit was Johnny Juzang because he can shoot. That's that shooter. You need that shooter. Like everybody else could do what they want to do. If you can't pass out to somebody who can hurt you, and Juzang can hurt you. He can hurt you. Maxie's an ultimate score, 6'3", 185. I think just in the practice sense, Maxie will have to kind of earn it. We'll see. 
I mean, people are like, oh well, quickly, quickly came in is just as hyped as Maxi was last year. I mean, you gotta look at that. Maxi and quickly are the same size, so don't be surprised if you see quickly. But I think Maxi's can play more off the ball than quickly, so that's big right there for them. Um, Memphis, Lester Quinones gives them the number five ranked class in the nation, um, and they're waiting on you. Got guys like Wadford and um. And Precious, who I think that's something big to look at there. I mean, that'll give them the number one class in the nation. That, that's it. They'll take right over. Um, Him being the guy that's a high four-star, he really kicked a lot of – IMG, he didn't get as much love as he should have got. You know, uh, he's a he's a, he's a scorer, period. Period. And when you look at him, he's one of those guys that can light it up. And take the pressure off the inside game. Look at Wiseman there. Wiseman could be in the inside, pass out to Quinones, and that could be good night. Lights out. And we're looking at who who they could get. And, and you know, we're gonna, right now, Precious, I mean, I just think it's a 50-50. I think we're looking at LSU. They're one of those schools in there he's really interested in. It's not like he went totally away from Memphis, so everybody look at 247. No, that's always half and half. Memphis can pull that trigger. Memphis can still get Watford because DJ Jeffries is not going to be that he won't get the time because Watford's clearly a better prospect than Jeffries, even though Jeffries is so good. You turn the table and you look at... Um, Precious is 6'9", 215, and Wyford is 6'9", 230. Both these guys are, I mean, they have been, really, it's, it's, it's like, it can go either way. It can go either way. But both guys play the same, like they're the same size, but they're ranked as the same position. It's just crazy. How do you, how is Wyford a power forward in the rankings, but, Precious is a small forward. And look at the sizes. I just don't get that. So that it could both affect both guys, but at the same time, when you look at it, at the same time, when you look, when you're looking at players, and like if you look at RJ Hampton, the 62% at Kansas, there's a 50-50. Listen, guys are looking and they're looking and they're looking. Memphis could easily roll up in there because you know RJ's camp feels that RJ is a point guard. And Memphis has no point guards that will take RJ's. They have nobody that will challenge RJ. He comes right in with the ball. That's it. It's his ball. He's the point guard. I don't see if Precious. Listen, I always say it's up. If they get Lester and Precious, game, I think RJ's going. It's a wrap. RJ's in Memphis. That's it. That team is set. He, he looking at a super team. RJ can go over there with a super team. And then you're looking at the guys like RJ and Precious all even early and James Wiseman. That team's going to be a, a great eight team or a final four team. That team's going to be very – you put RJ at the point with Lester Quinones, with Precious and DJ Jeffries because DJ Jeffries can always play the, the four position with James Wiseman. So if they get Wiseman, which can happen, I mean, everybody, you know, people are looking at the, the steam that he's getting – with uh, LSU, but that's just a team that's good because it's steamed with Alabama too. It's steamed with Auburn. It's steamed with Indiana, but it's more, way more steamed with LSU, no doubt. LSU's doing a great job. Uh, he likes LSU. No question about it. But Memphis has been doing a great job. So we just got to wait to see what happens when he plans, you know, 
His commitment date is big. That's huge. What could happen? That's real huge right there. Just looking at um, what can happen with Trenton Wofford. It's a lot of watching going on, you know. Been really looking at his recruitment and what's been going on with him. But he's a very good player. And we're going to see what happens. But whether they get Trenton Wofford or Precious, which I say it's all 50-50. If I had to make my pick, I, I couldn't go in between them routes. Right now, LSU is... Mine is mine is, is cut. It's cut in half, man. It can go either way. Same thing with Precious and UNC. UNC and Memphis. Those two, it can go either way. Even though uh, if I had to make, I ain't going to say, it ain't the same thing with Precious, Achiawai, and Trenton Wildford. I can't say that. I feel, If I had to make a, a, it'd be 60-40. It'd be 60% Memphis for Precious. I think Precious, I think he's going to Memphis, but UNC is always one of those schools, man, come right in. Swipe you up. It's like that. Cole Anthony got it. Um, Ended up getting Anthony Harris like that. I just feel like they're always a threat. And um, if I'm listening to the what's going on, I mean, he likes both schools. But looking at how, you know, the talking with Memphis and people with around Precious and how Precious is talking, how the movement is going, I just think it's Memphis. UConn definitely lost out. I mean, sorry. I mean, nobody believed. No UConn. It's over with for that. That is not even a fight. All right. Now, trending, if anybody likes trending, I'm just saying, don't get too hung up on that. If you're Memphis, you like trending Wildford, I'm just, I know it's been a long time before any of these guys, you know, I heard about trending and I heard about James Wise before I heard about anybody. Especially trending. I'm talking about with Memphis. But it just, you know, when Precious, the opportunity with Precious Achille came up and they just started getting more and more to it and he started liking them more, LSU was showing more attention than Memphis. But Memphis is still showing attention, but not as much as LSU. It's hard to recruit two different, you know, you got to really be able, you really got to, and these are two highly ranked guys. There's a lot of guys knocking on their door. And you're getting down to, and sometimes people make a decision. They make a decision. I'm just saying, they make a decision, man. As much as Memphis is involved with trending Wofford, I think the pressure situation kind of got trending. Like, oh, you know, you got DJ Jeffries over there. You got you got a lot of competition over there. If trending come to LSU, that's his house. I mean, you still got other people in there trying. Nas is gone. Nas Reed is gone. Um, you got other recruits coming there that's going to be good in LSU. But Trenton's going to be one of those go-to guys. You going over there with James Wiseman, and you go over there with if, if Precious commit. If you and then you got the possibility, he knows some stuff too. Like you know, what I'm saying, like listen, if if Precious commit, RJ's coming. I, listen, I'm putting that on the writing on the wall. I'm putting it writings on the wall. If they get Precious, RJ making the move. RJ. They, RJ want a team. And you know Bill Self can get you there. Bill Self got guys that's ready to get down. Devin Dotson is a beast. Him and RJ in the backcourt would be nothing but nothing but blackout. That's it. Highlight films. That's just going to happen because RJ can feed it to him because he can play off the ball. And then RJ can play off the ball. That would be like tic-tac-toe. You know what I'm saying? Like it's over. Chess. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I feel like, um, and then you look at, and then if you really want to look at the big man, the big man means everything. The big man, look, Doka over there means everything in Kansas. And RJ need a big man. Dotson need a big man. Some good things that can happen there in Kansas and don't think Kansas is done by, listen, Bill Self make it happen. RJ would get a lot of run. RJ would even be, RJ would be the number one scorer on, on, on Kansas. I don't care who's playing. Nobody going to be better than RJ Hampton on Kansas. So that, that's what makes a lot and, you know, uh, comes to RJ's camp's mind right there. Like you look at their lineup and you know, whoa, RJ can really be in Kansas. He could really be in Kansas and be the 25 point a game score. He can light it up. I don't think nobody on NCAA, listen, if we're talking about player of the year candidate, we're looking at RJ Hampton. I'm saying it right now. RJ Hampton, player of the year candidate. It's going down. All right. Now we're looking at, we come to Memphis and we see where they're at. That's going to be something to look at and something to uh, clearly keep an eye on. When we come back, I want to talk more about recruiting classes and a lot of things that's going on. Um, also, more Villanova. Yes, I'm incorporating Villanova and high school basketball talk because there's so much to talk about, man. I'm totally on Villanova. When we come back, follow leader. Follow me on Twitter right now. Um, Ryder Leader 247. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, Ryder Leader Johnson. And tune in. I'm coming back. Follow Leader. We back high school basketball talk, man. We back follow the leader, and we're going to talk about a couple of programs for sure. Let's get to Arkansas real quick. Now, Eric Musselman has moved in and done some things, man. This cat done done some things. I mean, some solid. Jabri Abdurrahim was solid off of Dalen Terry. Namari Burnett out of Prolific. Solid offers. You can going after them. I mean, I mean, you're going after some guys. Moses Moody and Kyrie Walker are two of the guys to really listen. Moses Moody, I don't see that moving right now. I just don't see Moses Moody. I think he's still Arkansas right now. I think he's still Arkansas. No question about it. Um, Oklahoma's combo guard. Tulsa, Oklahoma, Bryce Thompson's a guy to look at. We'll see where that goes. But Kyrie Walker and Moses Moody, I think everybody needs to pay attention real quick to those guys. 
uh, Gerald Dokes is one guy to look at out of Jacksonville, Arkansas, who, you know, I think he's coming, no doubt. I don't think it's no question he want to be a hog, man. He's a point guard, three-star guy. Chris Moore is another guy who I feel is going to be in Arkansas. I think that happens. I think he's Arkansas. I mean, looking at guys that, that are really coming after him. But I don't think, you know, you look at Memphis, I don't think they're even going to make that move. Auburn, we'll see what happens. I think Arkansas makes the bigger move after Chris Moore, keeping him home, keeping the four-star guy home. I think him and Dokes are two guys. Now, Kyrie Walker is the guy that everybody should be excited about. Number 17th in the nation. And right now, Arizona's after you, Kansas is after you, Memphis. They're all after Kyrie Walker. But Arkansas is making a move, man. And you're talking about a guy that's, 6'5", 200, number one in Arizona, number four, small four in the nation in 2020. This guy is super. He's a, he, he's a one and done. Listen, he'll put superstar back in Arkansas. You put him next to Isaiah, uh, um, Isaiah Joe. You put him next to guys like Ethan Henderson. And we're talking something nice right now. Nice. So that could, Arkansas is going to be in a tournament, going to be sweet six to like you put him. That's instant game changer. That's an instant game changer. Kyrie Walker is an instant game changer. So this is real good recruiting going on. Also in 2021, Terrence Clark. If you want to talk about some guys who I tell you that really makes it, this is people should be excited at the, the position he's going. Terrence Clark is one guy to look at. Um, Kennedy Chandler is another good player to look at, you know, to think about. But Terrence Clark's the man you want to look at. You know why? He's number two in the nation, period. You got everybody in the world looking at it. So if you're going after him, then the other two guys, Trey Alexander and Kennedy Chandler, are like 24 and 33 in 2021. So they're in that top range. But Terrence Clark, this is my guy. I had a, I got an interview with him, an NBA draft from, uh, excuse me, on 247. You'll see an NBA draft from him coming up soon. But 247, and um, he's a guy that everybody's after. Everybody's after this guy. Number two in the nation. Remember that. Uh, I think he's the number one guy in the nation. So it's just when people even give offers, and and it's like Arkansas. Arkansas is trying to make that come up. You know, they're a team that's talented, but they ain't got there yet. And then, when you're trying to make that come up, guys like Terrence Clark shows the direction they're going. Jalen Green was offered by Villanova, right? But it hasn't been real traction on that. You know, but for them to offer him, you know who Villanova is. Because Villanova, they can offer the number one guy. They're Villanova. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for Arkansas to do that, that means they're going in that direction of trying to recruit these top guys. And going from Kyrie Walker, I'm telling you, Kyrie Walker, Arkansas, Kyrie Walker. You want somebody to hunt down his Twitter and say, come to Arkansas? Knock down his Twitter and say, come to Arkansas, Kyrie Walker. We talk about NBA superstar type of potential. This guy can ball, all right? So, Kyrie Walker, all right? Now, Villanova is a... Clear shot, Villanova fans. I, I wanted to give you some insight and some news on guys. Um, there's a lot of guys to look at. All right. Elijah Hutchins Everett has an offer, but it doesn't seem like Nova's going to go after a big man right now. That's just not what they're looking at. Clearly, right now, it's just not looking like that type of. Not this type of class. I think they're looking more wing, power forward, and. Point guard, especially since Jeremy Rose is a big loss. I thought Jeremy was clearly there, but hey, as you can see, Duke got that. Uh, he'll be the replacement for Jeremy Jones, no question. Now, 
Jersey's already always a big place. Now we want to see how this goes. Will Villanova make that pitch to Lance Ware? I've I've seen this guy. I, he's still a guy. To look at number fifty two in the nation, seventh ranked power forward in twenty twenty. Number one guy in New Jersey. It could happen. Six seven two oh five. A guy that can actually grow and plays bigger than his size. Athletic. I think Lance Ware could be a guy that Villanova could make a pitch at. This would be a this would be a great pickup. He's a high four star. This would be a think. Everybody, look. This is a good pickup, Villanova. If we go to this point, okay. That's a guy you want to know about. Guys, certain guys are on recruiting depth chart. The depth chart is out, right? And and it's all real. You know, I've done my work. Watkins did his work. So boom, here goes the depth chart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And my man Watkins, OG, that's my guy, man. That's like my brother, man. It's like like my oldest brother. <laughs> it's my guy. Uh, okay, now um, we roll with Elijah Taylor, who I feel, you know, it could happen, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But just listen to the, the Jabri Abdul-Rahim is the number one guy. And Villanova don't like to just too much, you know, roll the dice with so many people. If you remember the 2017 classes when, you know, we had so many different type of guys that they was recruiting. That came out. It was a time when, you know, Kevin Knox was getting recruited one year. Um, uh, we had K- Colin Sexton, Trevon Duvall, Quade Green. I mean, they had so many guys. They offers was on the table, you know. So, but Elijah Taylor is home. He's more of a home guy. It could turn into a, um, he, he's a, he's a type of guy that can play. I've seen him play, um, a couple of times, and he's the type of guy that's interesting because Elijah Taylor is athletic, a six eight guy that can you know get up and down the floor, you know has some shooting range. He's just a guy to watch out for. I think they're looking at him more and more. Anybody home is getting evaluated. Anybody at home is getting evaluated. You know, so he's number two hundred nineteen in the nation. Uh, he's number one hundred forty two by two four seven writers. Okay, so we'll just see where he goes and how. Just keep an eye on him. You know, I don't think he's a serious go hard at all, but just keep an eye on him. You know, Hunter Dickinson, I wouldn't worry about him. Uh, I move. Um, it's a cliff. I remember interviewing this guy. Now, bear with me on the name. I'm kind of bad with him. Omo Raiu, Omo Raiu, my guy. <laughs> he gonna be like, I can't. So I call him Cliff O. But for all y'all to know, y'all can't look for a Cliff O in there. So I'm gonna spell the name for you, Cliff. O M O R U Y Y I only saw highlights of this guy. He's long. He has, you know, some athletic ability. But his, you know, he's gotten better. You know, the highlight games I've been seeing, he got better. And every time the announcer says his name, I don't know what he's saying. I don't, I'm sorry. I can't. You know, I, I listen to I see him and he came up, he's good. But the thing is, I don't think we'll get him. He's going so high up in rankings and he's getting so good. He's a good two-way guy. That guy's going after him, Villanova. I don't know if they'll go immediately after him. The Omo Rurai is the best way to say that name there. Is I gave the spelling. Uh, apologize if it's a, it's a bad, but uh, it's one of the things that I can never hear the announcer say. I haven't talked to his high school coach. So we're going to get that done. My guy, no doubt. And I'm proud of him because he's gotten better. Because before he was just a good two-way guy. I got an interview with him. Talked and, I, you know, it wasn't really no clear recruitment at the time from Villanova, but they showed their face and that just lets you know something. Roselle Catholic, I mean, God and, and this guy's almost in Kentucky's on him hard. So I don't I really don't think Villanova's going to waste time unless Kentucky says no. 
And they're not going to say this is a 2020 class. So it has nothing to see that Kentucky's lifting off this guy. So, and they're going after him hard. And it's a Kentucky offer. He might just commit early. I mean, he worked so hard. He wasn't that high. He's number two in, in, um, in New Jersey. I think they'll go after Lance Ware before they go after him. Okay. So that'll be, but that's a guy that Villanova had some, you know, interest in. Uh, Isaiah Todd, no. Scotty Barnes, no. I don't think that's going to happen now. Not with Roach gone. And we'll see how that rocks out. I think Roach brings Barnes to Duke. I think that's something to look at. Noah Collier is definitely a name to look at. Noah Collier is in Philly. Noah Collier is a, uh, he's a beast. So, you know, Philly hasn't, you know, they haven't made a move on their first signing yet. And it could be some, New offers coming, which I know it is for sure. I mean, this is a, and then you're looking at more focuses on this class coming up. I'm talking about this basketball team. And because of how the basketball team is and deep they are, Villanova don't have to make that many, you know, commitments come up. Noah Colley is 6'7", 200, more of a wing guy. Um, always moving up, exciting, explosive. But Villanova still has not given him an offer. But it's a guy to watch out for. He's number two in Pennsylvania. Ethan Morton um, committed to Purdue out of PA, 2020. That's another guy. He committed to Purdue. So that's a guy that's not going to be on Villanova at all. Uh, Justin Lewis is a guy to definitely take a look at. We'll just see how that goes. Like I said, it's another name like a Cliff O, man. Like it's another name. That's another name to look at. Um, Villanova is still Jabri Abdurrahim, like I always say. But, you know, Justin Lewis is so close. He real close, man. He's worked real hard. You know, um, being close in Baltimore, it's all Merlin is always a good stretch for Villanova. And he's another guy that's 6'7", 225, completed three you know, in the guard to four a little bit, but really more to three. Number 129 in the nation, 23rd ranked power forward, but he's 6'7", 225. So, like I said, he can play both positions, but you're more than one or three. We'll see what happens. There's no offer, but it's a guy that Villanova could possibly make a look at, possibly see what's going on with him. Another guy, Caleb Dorsey. Richard Springs is a guy, I mean, we'll see, he, they have been recruiting him for a long time. He's one of them guys I would say is like uh, was like uh, Seth Lundy was. You know, because Isaiah Wong could have been a guy that didn't get an offer they was recruiting him for a minute. It just depends on what Nova's doing and who's showing the interest and what position has, what leverage they got. Caleb Dorsey's a guy that, you know, came out the Hill School. This is a guy that isn't really super highly looked at. You know, straight out of Pottstown, PA. Richard Springs, we all know about Richard Springs, a guy that we'll see what happens. That could be another offer that walks up on Villanova. This is a guy that can play both ends of the floor real good. He's a Villanova-type player. Kind of reminds me of a poor man's Michael Bridges a little bit. Just a little bit. It's a little longer. He can do so much. Number one player out of New York, 19th-ranked power forward. He's really athletic. This is a guy. Maybe Villanova makes a pitch at. I think that they get involved with Richard Springs. He's part of Villanova. Some guys you look at, like if Villanova comes, it's going to be something, okay? Um, 
other guys, Zed Key, Jair Davis, Moses Moody, Earl Timberlake, it's that guy I think about, Miles Stewart, Shea Evans, um, Jabri Abdurrahim, Jalen Green, ah, maybe. I always say, man, if they start going after him, that's going to be a game changer. Brandon Boston, I'm going to tell you something. I know Duke got, you know, heavy grips on stuff. They got ropes, so it's, it's a big momentum shift to, to have ropes there, and everybody knows Duke has ropes now. You have a point guard you can go play with. So, Boston's still a guy I feel like that they can get involved with. It's not getting roached. Tyler Beard, Lingrid III, uh, R.J. Davis, Andre Carabello, Noah Farrakhan, and Curran McPherson. This is a name here that's been surfacing the last couple of weeks that I've even um, had the pleasure of seeing. I think, um, listen, it's an under-the-radar player. Villanova always, like Justin Lewis, you look at guys like that and you start seeing guys that are under the radar. That you don't, and he's one of those guys. 6'3", 180, out of New York, can ball. Don't be surprised you start hearing about him. There are a lot of eyes looking at him. So, this is big for that, on that end of the, you know what I mean? So, for Villanova fans, I will be talking about more on Villanova Radio. But I want to definitely come in and, and get y'all with something, hit y'all with a little something. But the big gems I want to say right now, look out for Precious Achiawa, uh, Trenton Wofford's recruitment, two recruitments that are still going on. Next year's looking real exciting. You know, you got guys, I mean, what's that? Juzang, Juzang and, and RJ Hampton and Anthony Edwards, all three guys who could have been first-round picks in the 2021 draft have reclassified. These are not just regular players either. Juzang is a five-star, period. You can say what you want. People, they got Moses Moody, not a five, he's a five-star, period. He's a five-star players. You know, and two guys, Sharif Cooper and Isaiah Ty, still are, are waiting on reclassification. Will they reclassify? Super right there. Will they reclassify? Sharif Cooper. Isaiah Tide. Will they reclassify? All right, y'all. Until next time, man, this is High School Basketball Talk. Just want to give everybody from Memphis to Duke to Kentucky, you know, something. Oh, one, one thing, I do want to say one thing on Duke. We want to talk about Duke a little bit. I just want to go out before I say on Duke. Congratulations. That's it. Congratulations. That, let me tell you something. It's a little unfair. They got people mad right now. Duke got people pissed right now. When you get a one-up on a 2020 class and you get Jeremy Roach to run up on, that was crazy. That's congratulations, hats off to Duke, man. Number three of class in the nation, but they really got they they got their squad. Boogie's gone. It's the reason he's gone. Because there's a Trey Jones. So now. Cassius ain't got Boogie know he would have had the battle. Cassius, he know the hype of Cassius. He knows he wasn't a fool. He know exactly he about he wanted to play point guard, but he knew you knew Trey was there. Listen, Trey, I don't think he knew Trey was gonna stay. That's that's one thing. Boogie was already a um, but when Cassius came, he could at least play shooting guard. He knows that. When Cassius came, he knew it was like, oh no, man, they they trying to block me. I want to go somewhere I can play. You know, Cassius has the hype. You got Wendell Moore, Hurt. They still got Baker. I mean, 
you're looking at a team, another team that's kind of stacked for this year, from last year. Joey Baker is one guy. Nobody's even, you got to really look at that. Joey Baker is still a guy that's going to get lots of time next year. I can't wait to see this guy play. Lots of time. Duke is still going after people. In the 2020 class before anybody else gets there. That's kind of crazy. In the 2020 class, they're still going after people. But nobody even like really making that move yet. I mean, Nova is, but I mean, it's everybody's time for them to do it. But nobody's, the, the big guys haven't locked down on the five star. I remember when Penn State got Michael Brown Jones, I was like, okay. That was a good recruit. And then, you know, um, Kyrie had already committed. He had already committed. But then he decommitted. So now we're looking at what they bring to the table. Alex O'Connell is still there in Duke. Jordan Tucker didn't want to wait. Jordan Tucker's going to get a lot. Jordan Goldwire is still there in Duke. So they have some depth around there that, you know, we don't always talk about and recognize with Duke. You know, I think the wrong person they went to Duke, I think it was Trevon Duvall. Sorry, Duke fans. I think he shouldn't have went. <laughs> it just crept up on me. I'm sorry. That man shouldn't I mean, goodness, it was just too much talent. I think he would have been drafted. And he really did a good – I mean, he started out he, – he, to me, I think he did a good job. Just that so many guys, you let him make more mistakes. You got to take him to a school where we can just do him. You know, let Trevon Duvall be Trevon Duvall. You know, it was just too much talent. But it's going to be exciting next year. I'm out, y'all. Listen, follow me, Ryder Leader247 on uh, Twitter. And follow me on Ryder Leader Johnson on Instagram. All right, now, holla y'all, man. High school basketball talk is going to be fun. It's getting crazy. It's getting fun. This 2020 class, this recruit is about to get good. So I'm going to see y'all, man. Once again, follow the leader. I'm a lifetime wish, a lifetime mission. I listen.